you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. We've got to get past week-to-week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure. That is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. to have my other mom and dad here tonight with us. I love them so much. Brother Renee and his awesome kid, his sweet wife. I love y'all. So glad that we got to connect this morning. Amen. Amen. We had a wonderful time this week at the Heritage Festival. 
made a lot of contacts. I'm believing that the Lord is going to give us a great harvest from what we did this weekend. I'm believing that. I'm believing that. Real quick, I just got a question. How many of you have an iPhone? Wave it at me if you have it with you. Not you Android people. No one likes you. I want to see you. All of my <laughs> I'm in trouble, Brother Jeremy. I should have said that. Wave it at me one more time. You know, it's it's really easy for us to become lost on these things in the middle of church. Is that okay for me to say? And I know when the preacher goes long and um, you're not really sure what he's preaching about, it's easy to get on your phone again. But I want to ask you tonight if you would help me because I want you to hear the word of the Lord. So I want to ask if I can have all of your attention for about a half hour. I promise I won't go longer. And we're going to have a moving of the Holy Ghost. Is that all right? Are you going to help me with that tonight? All right. All right. All you anti-iPhone people will pray for me. Your phone probably doesn't even work in here. Even on Wi-Fi. Second Kings chapter 3. I got, I, I'm in trouble. 2 Kings chapter 3, if you have it, say amen. And Elisha said, as the Lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look toward thee nor see thee. Go to the next verse. Now bring me a, what this means is someone who plays music. If wow, didn't this music team do a wonderful job tonight? Aren't they awesome? It says, now bring me the minstrel. And it came to pass when he played. The hand of the Lord came upon him. And he said, thus saith the Lord. Make this valley full of holes. Make this valley full of holes. For thus saith the Lord. Now watch this. We preach this wrong today. You shall not see wind. Neither shall you see rain. Yet the valley shall be filled with water that you may drink both your cattle and your beasts. Last verse. I like this verse right here. And this is but a light thing. Everyone say a light thing. But this is but a light thing in the sight of the Lord. He will deliver the Moabites also. this evening, my topic's going to be interesting, and you're going to have to keep with me for a while, I've got this handy back here, I'm going to mess up the carpet tonight if I'm not careful, and I'm going to have to be in trouble, I'm going to preach to you tonight on this topic, keep on digging, keep on Here's what I want you all to do with me. 
I want you to pray for Pastor Dylan because my voice is hurting me right now. And I need the Lord's help because this is his word, and I want to make sure that I can get it to you the way that he gave it to me. So I want you to put your Bibles down. I want you to put your phones down. Where are all my kids at? Wave your hand at me. Where are my kids at tonight? Where's all my kids? I don't see you. Wave your hand at me. Dolly, where you at? Simon, where you at, baby girl? Armando and me, you are twins. We have the same class today. We look alike. Side by me. Well, I want my kids to help us pray tonight. All right? I want everybody involved in this moment. I want everyone to close your eyes with me and lift your hands. And let's all pray together. I don't want to be praying for you tonight. But would you just lift your voice for just a minute and let's call on the name of the Lord together. Everybody lift your voice right now. Father, we need you tonight. God, I can't do this without you tonight. I pray that you would anoint my voice, Lord. That you would help me to deliver your word to these people tonight. And I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that you would change us in your presence. I pray that you would touch us tonight. I pray that you would give us courage, O oh Lord. I pray in the name of the Lord that you would encourage somebody in this house, God, that might need encouraged tonight in the work of ministry. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would have your way tonight. And we thank you for what you're about to do. We love you and we praise your holy name in the name of the Lord. Let's clap our hands together right now. We love you, God. We love you, God. Would you do that one more time? That sounded great. Let's do that again under the Lord. Man, if you're going to help me preach tonight, you need to be seated. Praise the Lord. Brother Drew, don't go too far because I'm not preaching long tonight. The main source of life is found in the simple thing that we call Water. How many of you are hardcore water only drinkers in this house? Do you know that your body is only able to go three days without water until your body becomes hurt because of your lack of water? Dehydrated is a pretty miserable thing. How many of you have ever had dehydration before? It's not fun. So water is the main source of life, and when it gets hot out, of course, we want to drink more water. When it's not hot out, we want to drink more coffee, which is not the same, by the way. Really bad for you. So this is where that we pick up tonight text that I read to you. We pick up a man named Elisha. Many of you probably know him if you've been around the church long. He was on a journey with some men. The king of Israel, the king of Edom, and the king of Judah. And they were getting ready to go to war. And they're traveling along desert. I can just imagine, I don't know how many of you in here like to take long road trips, but I like to take long road trips, and me and my wife are completely opposite of one another. I'm kind of like my daddy, 
I know where I'm going. I know what hotel I'm going to. I know where I'm going to eat. I know where I'm going to use the bathroom. I've got it all planned out. And I make sure that I pack everything that I might need in my truck. My wife is completely opposite to me. When we first began marriage, she looked at me and said, you know what? Why do you always have to be all planned out? Because she just likes to get in the car not knowing where that we're going. She just wants to go. That goes beyond what I'm comfortable with. But when I'm traveling, I've got it all planned out. I know the clothes I need to take. I know the money I need to take. Or if you don't have money, thank the Lord for credit cards. Dave Ramsey would be disappointed in you. Financial freedom. You should talk to Pastor Brandon about that. So these men are going in the desert. Now just give me some time. I'm getting a launching pad here. We're going to preach here in just a minute. So they're going through a desert, and I can just imagine they have their list of things that they need. Back then, they 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 had a, they had their armies, which which would be important. They had their armies ready. They had their weapons with them. The Bible tells us that they brought a compass. And they brought their tools in case anything broke down. And the Bible tells us that they even brought their cows with them. Why take cows on a road trip? I don't know. So they get their list ready and they're going, Pastor Danny, and they get in the middle of the desert. And they realize they forgot something. They forgot their water. I don't know who was in charge of making sure that they got their water, but I'm pretty sure they were no longer in charge of anything else in the army. Could you imagine going in the middle of a desert and getting there and saying, man, I sure need a drink of water, and you look, and there's no water to be found. They got their tools, their compass, their armies, they got their cattle, they got their horses, and they forget water. And the worst part is, is they didn't even know that they forgot water until they were thirsty. Until they were in the middle of the desert, they realized something's missing. Deserts are a hot place, a dry place. They were in a valley. Deserts are not a good time. Mostly when you don't bring water, you're in for a pretty long road trip. And deserts are definitely not a good time when you're not even sure if you're going to be able to make it out alive. I wonder in this great room this evening, if anyone knows what it's like to walk in a valley desert place, not knowing if you were going to make it out the other side. I wonder if there's anyone in this room has ever walked through a desert place where you were 100% sure that without the Lord making a way for you, that you were going to die in your desert place. I wonder if there's anyone in this room tonight that really believes that they were just trying to accomplish the will of God and yet they're in the middle of a place 
looking around, wondering if God is even there. See, the prophet Elisha tells the men to look around and they don't know what they're going to do. They don't know where they're going to get the water from. So the prophet Elisha gets a good idea. He says, I want you to bring me the instrument. Man comes and he begins to play for the prophet. The Bible tells us that the Holy Ghost moved upon him. And the Lord began to use the prophet. He said, I've got it. I want all of you men. Everybody grab a tool. We're going to start making holes in the middle of a desert. I know it's hot. I know you're tired. I know you're thirsty. But I want you to begin to dig holes. For the Lord is going to give us water. Now, let's look at this like normal people tonight. These men have been walking for many, many miles with no water. And they're tired. And now Elisha is looking at them and telling them, I want you to work even more. And I want you to dig. How many of you husbands love when you get off of work and your wife says, I have a couple things I need you to do? No one just smiled at me. I'm, I'm not going to call you husbands at all. Nothing like working a 10-hour day and getting home and saying, we've got a list of things that we need to do. Let's look at it this way. A desert is not a place where it typically rains. And there's no water. It's hot, dry. So why in the world are we going to dig holes in a place where it never rains? And Elisha literally told them, he said, you will not see wind. And you will not see rain. So if we're not going to see wind and we're not going to see rain, then how in the world are the holes going to be filled with water? You see, what they did not realize is the answer that they were looking for was not going to come out of the heavens, but rather the answer that they were looking for was going to come out of the sand that they were upon. And sometimes we are called to labor in places where there is no sign of reaping any benefit. Sometimes we're called and we're called to labor and we don't know where God's going to give us the increase from. We don't see any guests coming to church. We don't see anyone's life being changed. But I want you to know tonight that if you will do your part, God will do his part. Sometimes we're called to teach a Bible study. 
when we're watching the people that we're teaching walk out of the door. Never returning. Sometimes we're called to work on building programs. And we feel like we have done nothing except waste our weekend. Sometimes the pastor asks us to give until it hurts. And the more we give, the more that we're not sure how we're going to pay our bills. Labor is not always fun. Labor is nasty work. Labor is smelly work. Labor is hot work. But I want you to know that if we are sitting on a promise, we've got to keep on working. We've got to keep on digging. We've got to do more than we've ever done. We've got to keep on going forward. I know it's tiring. I know it's weary. I know you're tired and hot. But you've just got to plant your feet and say, I'm going to keep on digging. Sometimes we've got to roll up our sleeves when we don't feel like it and keep on keeping on. I'm talking to someone in this room that is weary. I'm talking to someone in this room who feels like life is going wrong in every direction and you don't want to serve. You don't want to play an instrument. You don't want to teach a Bible study. All you want to do is go home and lay in your bed and act like the real world doesn't exist. But I want you to know something tonight. The Lord is about to help you tonight. The Lord's about to renew your strength tonight. Some of you are tired, but the Lord is getting ready to put a new energy in you that you have never had before. And you're going to rise up from what you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Pastor gave me his cards today. The words impact renewal. I want you to know tonight that the way that we make an impact is to never quit digging. Did you hear me tonight? The way that you can make an impact is if you never throw in the towel and you never give up. How many of you in this room want to make an impact in this season of the church? I've come to tell you tonight, right now is not the time to quit. Right now is not the time to walk away. Right now is not the time to take a break. Right now is not the time to walk out of the church. Right now is not the time to quit the choir. Right now. Listen to me, somebody. We've got to work more than we ever have because we're going to see it come to pass. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Everything that we do in this church is for a reason, Pastor Jordan. I know I tell it almost every time that I preach. Can I have everyone's attention for just a minute? I know I say it every time I preach, but one of the most life-changing things I've ever heard is when President John F. Kennedy went into NASA when they were getting ready to put a man on the moon. And he's walking in the middle of the hallways looking at the commands, he's looking at the computers, he's looking at the television screens where they're watching everybody, and he 
walking through and he's amazed by everything that's going on. And he walks down this hallway and there's a man with a mop in the middle of the hallway. The man was simply mopping the hallway. I'm sure the president felt a little bad for the man mopping. This great operation Yet it's just a man mopping the hallway. And it goes that the president walks up to the man. And just trying to be kind, he, he looks at the man and says, Sir, how are you? The man answers and says, I'm, I'm fine, Mr. President. The president looks at him and says, Now tell me, what is it that you're doing today? man mopping the floor stops and looks at the president and says, President, didn't you know I'm helping put a man on the floor? Everything that we do in this church is for one purpose. Everything that we do into this church, if you remember the message I preached, everything that we do in this church is for lost souls. Everything that we do. So I want to talk to all of you who are janitors in this church. I want to talk to all of you who teach a class in this church. And you feel like you're not doing a lot. But I want you to know, you are helping see souls saved. Whether you're pushing a broom, taking up, whether you're teaching a Bible study. Everything you do is for one purpose. I don't know about you, but I want to see souls saved. No matter what I'm doing in the church, no matter what I have to do, I want to see souls saved. Come on, why don't you put your hands together right now for that? You've got to realize that God was going to give them abundance of water. Abundance of water. So the size of their abundance was all dependent upon the preparation. I'm going to say that one more time because I don't want you to miss that. The size of their abundance all dependent on what they did. Church, I want an abundance of water. I want an abundance of souls to come in the church. But I've come to tell you tonight that the size of the abundance is dependent on you. And I want you to know tonight that not doing anything is not good enough. But you've got to get your hands in the field. You've got to put your work boots on and grab a shovel and start digging wherever you can dig. Right now is the time to get involved. Right now. I wish I had a preaching church with me tonight. Right now is the time. We don't need to wait another year. We don't need to be a church flower anymore. We've got a work to do. Woo. Yeah. The size of their abundance was dependent upon their preparation. I want to talk to all the men in this room. 
the last few years, you have been in the middle building project after building project. You have labored until you couldn't labor anymore. 90 hours a week on your job and working for the church. I want you to know tonight, Pastor Dylan thanks you for your work for the kingdom of God. We should be thankful for that tonight. You men are inspiration tonight. What it means to not give up even when you're tired. In everything in the physical realm. Mirrors in the supernatural realm. Right now is not the time to not be praying. Right now is not the time to not be reading your word. Right now is not the time to not be consecrated. You hear me tonight. We need to work in every area of the church. We need some prayer warriors to rise up again. And there's some elders in this room. I remember your voice in the prayer room. And I haven't heard your voice in a long time. I want you to know tonight that if you're still alive, there's still a purpose for you. And you might not be able to work in the front building. But you can get on your knees and you can pray until heaven moves. We need all hands on deck. 100% effort. Because we're trying to reach this world. We're trying to reach this city. And we've got to be involved. desert place was the least likely place for the fear of the Lord. The desert was the least likely place for there to be an abundance of water. I don't know the last time that you looked around you and were sitting were sitting in the middle to lie to us and say we cannot have a private church. I want you to look around you tonight. I don't know how many people in this room are here in this room tonight. God forbid that we ever become complacent in this. God forbid that we ever become comfortable with where we are in our growth. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know tonight, you hear Pastor Dylan tonight, it is the will of the Lord that in this next season, we see an influx of souls like we have never seen before. And you hear me tonight, it's not just going to randomly come from the heavens. It's not just going to walk in the doors one day. But I'm going to tell you where the abundance is going to come from. It's going to come from men and women who grab their tool and say, I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know where the water is going to come from. I don't know when it's going to happen. But I'm just going to keep digging. I'm going to keep teaching Bible study. I'm going to... I'm going to keep on. I'm, I know I'm tired. I know I'm weary. I know I don't know what's going to happen in my finances. But I'm just going to keep on digging because I've got a promise from God. Keep on digging on your job. Keep on digging. 
I want you to know tonight that God always honors your efforts and God always honors your labor. And you hear me tonight, if you keep on laboring, God's going to give you the increase. I said God's going to give you the increase. Hey, Sunday school teacher, keep teaching. Hey, Bible study teacher, keep teaching. Hey, usher, keep serving. Hey, choir member, keep singing. Hey, janitor, keep on cleaning. Hey, pastor, keep on preaching. Don't ever quit preaching. I want you to know tonight that we can't give up. We can't throw in the towel. You hear the, I, I, I hope that you hear my heart tonight. We've got to do more than we've ever done before. And the devil is trying to get some of us to quit. He really has you you've lost your effectiveness. That he really wants you to believe that you can't really My Bible says that the devil is a liar and the father of all lies. And the truth is not in him. I want to talk to my leaders and my preachers tonight because I serve along in the kingdom with you guys. And I want you to know tonight that no one in this church is at their lid of where they're going to go. But God's about to elevate your ministries tonight. God's about to take you further. My God, I wish I had a church with me right now. Hey, preachers, don't stop preaching. Don't stop teaching. I want you to right now stand on your feet. I want you to lift your hands over over here toward our preachers tonight. And I want you to pray for them. I want you to pray strengthen them right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can remain up with me tonight. I'm almost done. But I want you to hear me. Every day that you don't give up, you're digging another hole. Every day that you don't give up, you're digging another hole. Every week that you come to church and you sing on that praise team, you're digging another hole. Every time you teach a Bible study, you're digging another hole. And I've come to tell you tonight, it's time to dig, 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 dig more than we ever have before. Hey, water's on the way. Water's on the way. I feel the spirit of prophecy in this room. You hear me tonight. We are on the edge of the greatest revival that this church has ever seen. And I notice only some of you clap because it's something that we've heard for a long time. But I prophesy to someone tonight, we're on the verge of a great revival. We're on the verge. We're on the verge of souls being saved. We're on the verge of waters of baptism being troubled. You better believe that the devil's taking notice of where we are. 
better believe that the devil realizes that we are set up more than we ever have been. Brother Jeremy, what you're doing, you're setting up the kingdom of God to see souls be discipled. The ones that are going to come in, we're not going to keep losing them. But we're going to get them grounded in truth. We're going to get them grounded in the word of God. better believe that the devil is absolutely terrified of this church. You better, you hear me tonight. I don't care what any negative person says. The devil is terrified of Christian life church. We have not lost our power. We have not lost our dominion. We have not lost the keys. And we're on the verge. on the verge of a great revival. And the Lord has brought me to this pulpit tonight under the inspiration of his, of his spirit. And the Lord wants me to know that the devil is trying to get you to give up. The devil is trying to get our leaders to quit digging. The devil is trying to get our Bible study teachers to quit teaching. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rules of darkness. And you think what you're going through is you're fighting people in jobs. But the devil is a liar. The devil's been after some of you tonight. Where's Sister Kylie and Brother Nick at? Where are you at? Wave at me. Where are you guys at? guys are teaching that path of life course, you better believe that the devil is absolutely terrified of you. You're discipling people. You better believe that he's going to come at you with everything that he has. But I want you to know tonight, keep digging. Keep on working. Keep on teaching. Keep on laboring. my Bible study teachers, I want you to run to this altar right now. I want to talk to you. If you're a Bible study teacher in this church, I want you to run to this altar. I feel the Holy Ghost moving in this room right now. Come on, I want you to move quickly. Come on. I want you to put your feet up here where I can see you. Come into the middle with me. you to know something tonight. You are in the work of ministry. You are a preacher of the gospel. The devil is terrified of our Bible study ministry. I see some of the people who you guys are teaching Bible studies to coming to this altar and lifting their hands filled with the Holy Ghost. I want you to know tonight that it takes a lot of time and 
you have to look through your notes. And sometimes you just want to take the week off. But I want to encourage you tonight, don't ever put down the shovel. Just keep on digging the holes. Keep on digging the holes. If they're not filled with the Holy Ghost yet, they're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. If if they're not baptized in Jesus' name yet, don't worry. The water's on the way. I want all of my teachers who teach a class, I want you to come down to the front with me tonight. don't train up the next generation, we're not going to have a church. I know it's hard dealing with kids every week. I know it gets tiring. Some of you have been doing it for more years than you want to admit. But I want you to know tonight, don't ever put that shovel down because you still have value. You hear me tonight over here in this area. Keep on digging on those kids. Keep on getting them grounded in God's word. I want you to know that the devil is terrified of our Sunday school teachers. I want all of you who are in the music ministry, in any, if you're in the choir, if you're on the praise team, I want you to run to the front with me now. God's doing something in this room. If you lead any sort of ministry, if you are on the leadership team, I want you to come to the front with me right now. If you drive a bus, I want you to come to the front with me right now. If you help at work days, I want you to come to the front with me right now. If you are an elder and you and you will admit that you do pray, I want you to come to the front right now. Come on, let's come quickly. Let's move in real tight, y'all. Move in as tight as you can. If you are a member of this church, I want you to come to the front. I'm here to encourage you guys tonight because of what you do in this next season of the church. You mark these words, you write them down. If you will continue to dig, if you will continue to labor, if you will continue to work because of you, hundreds are going to be baptized in the name of Jesus and hundreds are going to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. You write that down and you take it to the bank because of what you're doing. This is not the season for you to throw in the towel. This is not the season for you to quit serving. But this is the season for you to get your hands in the work of ministry and do something for God.
Do you hear me tonight? Everybody in this room needs to be working in the kingdom of God. It's time for us to roll up our sleeves, put on our boots. the word of the Lord wants me to tell you to keep on keeping. Keep on laboring. Keep on working. Keep on coming to work day. Keep on paying your tithes. Keep on giving to the kingdom. Keep on teaching Bible studies. Keep on teaching Sunday school classes. Keep on playing your instruments. Keep on digging. Galatians chapter 6 and verse number 9 says, And let us not be weary, everyone say weary, in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Now I want you to notice something with me tonight. The Bible does not say do not be to ask the Lord what the difference is between weary and tired. Because the Bible said that Jesus was moved with compassion on those that were tired. I begin to do some research and I begin to look into it. Here's what I found. Tiredness is what happens when we have worked hard and But weariness is when we forget why we work hard and want to quit. Let me say that one more time. Tiredness is what happens when we have worked hard and need to rest. But weariness is what happens when we forget why we work hard and we want to quit because of it. And some of you who are weary, why that we do what we do. Souls is why we do what we do. Souls is why that you lead the usher team. Souls is why that you're t- helping people learn how to teach Bible studies. Souls is why that you go and you teach kids every week. Everything that we do is for souls. not careful, we will have a gluttonous attitude toward the kingdom, when all we want to do is receive and not give. How many of you have ever heard of the Dead Sea Movement? You ever know something, anything about that? The Dead Sea has an inlet, but has no outlet. And because all it wants is to receive and not to give, it has become something you cannot control. It's time that we turn to the Lord and say, Lord, can we 
we start giving to the kingdom. The kingdom has blessed us. Some of you should have lost your marriage if it wasn't for the Lord. Some of you shouldn't be alive today if it wasn't for the Lord. Some of you should be messed up in your finances if it wasn't for the Lord. And for years we have received and received and received. But I'm calling all hands on deck tonight to begin to give to the kingdom and to do more for the kingdom. not become weary in well-doing. Because if we won't be weary, we're going to reap a great harvest if we don't faint. I say we're going to reap a great harvest if we don't faint. We're going to reap a great harvest if we don't throw in the towel. We're going to reap a great... Tonight, you're not involved. Tonight is the night that you get involved. Elders, you hear me tonight. We need all of you. Young people, hear me. We need all of you. We need your worship. We need your prayer. We need your hands to work. We need your mouth to preach the gospel. We need all of you. you lift your hands with me right now. I want the Lord to have his way in this moment. Every hand lifted tonight. Some of you need to be restored in the Holy Ghost right now because you have lost your joy in serving. It is a privilege to serve in God's kingdom. It is not. We're not working for God. We're living for God. We're not working for God. We get to live for Him. We get to do His will. We get to do His will. We get to advance the kingdom. If we just keep on digging. Keep on digging. Someone needs to get alone with God right now in this moment. And let Him touch your spirit tonight. It's time for you to not be weary anymore in well-doing. Because there's a harvest with your name written on it. There's a harvest only you can reach. There's a harvest that has your name on it. Come on, let's pray right now in this house. If you would like to get on your knees, that's all right. If you want to lift your hands, that's all right. Let's pray right now in this room. Come on, pick up your shovel tonight. Pick on, pick up your shovel tonight. Keep on digging. Come on, let's lift our voice together right now. Let's lift our voice together right now as a whole congregation. Come on, don't be weary and well-doing. We're going to reap a harvest. We're going to reap a harvest. Come on, Bible study teacher, let God renew you. Come on, 
Come on, some of you have been in battle mode so long. You don't know how to walk in victory. But tonight you need to walk in the victory of the Lord. Come on, that's it. in this room and I want you to know that there is no reason to feel condemned tonight but if you will admit in this room that you've been walking in a season where you feel weary and you're ready to come out of that I want you to lift your hand real high where you I want to pray for you tonight you're in here you're in here come on down to if you're weary tonight I just want you to come right here we're gonna pray for you tonight come on real close I don't want you to pray yet. I don't want you to pray yet. I want you to hear me tonight. This is a problem in the church. Hear me. We all know how to war, but we don't know how to read. Because we are not becoming sensitive to the Holy Ghost when we see that you cannot war and read at the exact same time. And sometimes in life, we got to go through some battles. Can I get a witness from the church tonight? Sometimes we got to go through battles and sometimes we don't want to get up out of our bed and sometimes we don't want to do it anymore. But God wants to turn us from warring into reaping tonight. And I don't feel like I can pray this prayer tonight. I want Pastor to come and get ready to pray for this great thing. But I wonder how many of you know that we weep together, we rejoice together, we cry together, we fight together. Come on, somebody. We do life together. Church, you need to be an encouragement to those who are weary. So tonight, you're going to be that encouragement. And Pastor is going to pray. And we're not going to weep for long. We're going to end rejoicing tonight. But I want Pastor to come. And I want all my church saints right now. If you're weary, I want you to get close. I don't know where you're at. Come up as close as you can so we know where you are. It's all right. Now, would you help me tonight? Would you gather around these who are up here? We're going to pray for you tonight. The Lord's going to help somebody in this room. Let's get ready to hear what Pastor Jordan's going to pray over us tonight. This church is going to be changed after this moment. We're going to work like we've never worked. We're going to do more than we've ever done because the Lord's going to renew you in the spirit tonight. Before I pray, I want to speak a word to every weary soul. There is a reason that we need to have a move of God. There is a reason that we need to be in the presence of God. And it's very simple. It's not anything that's difficult to understand. 
We need to be in the presence of God to avoid weariness because He is the rest. We're in that would cause the weary to rest. So we've just got to get in the presence of God. We need a move of God in the room right now. All over this room, everybody, front to back, side to side, let's seek the face of God right now because as the presence of God that is about to sweep into this room right now, there is going to come with that move of the Spirit, with that move of the Holy Ghost, is going to come refreshing. And that time of refreshing is going to come in the Spirit of the Lord right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, we need your presence, your glory, and your power. Come on, don't let me do your praying for you. Everybody in this room, we need weariness to go. Because the presence of God drives out all that weariness. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let your glory fill this house right now. Let your glory fill this house right now. Let angels minister to every person in this room right now that has been battling weariness. Even those that secretively did not want to respond tonight. Let weariness go right now. Let the presence of God fill every corner of the heart, of the soul right now. Come on, if you're born again of the water and the Spirit and you're filled with the Holy Ghost, you need to pray in the Holy Ghost right now until refreshing comes. Oh, come on, pray in the Spirit right now until refreshing comes. Oh, we need your presence, God. We need your presence, God. Come on, that's it. He's here. He's here. His glory is in the room right now. His presence is here right now. His presence is here right now. His presence is here right now. Come on, that's it. He's here. Come on, there's ministering angels in this room right now. There is ministering angels in the room right now. Just reach out to him. Reach out to him right now. He's not against you. He's for you. If we know how to give gifts to our children, how much more does our Father know how to give good gifts to those? Come on, you're His child. He loves you. He cares about you. He wants you to be refreshed and restored and renewed. Come on, elders and ministers, lay hands on somebody right now. Lay hands on somebody and pray in the Holy Ghost over them. Come on, we need to pray through and get a breakthrough into victory right now. Let there be a breakthrough right now. Let there be a breakthrough right now. 